Welcome to the Mixed Movement, where we speak candidly about the uncommon commonalities that people of mixed race face in our world today. Here, we listen, share, learn, and acknowledge that through our stories, we are all connected. We are your hosts, me, Chris, and Rachel Go. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. Today, we're going to be discussing why we feel like we aren't accepted as mixed race and biracial people in our current society. So let's get started. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Hey. So this is actually a topic that one of my followers had kind of brought to my attention that we haven't discussed before. So of course, I really did want to jump on this and talk about why we are not as accepted as we should be in our society. So Chris, do you want to, do you want to kind of take the reins on this one? Oh, yes. Yeah. Just throw the throw the reins. Here you go. <laughs> Got some light with your face. Just bam. Okay. I've spoken to some some people, obviously, and I know what their issue, you know, is. This is from a long time ago that I had these conversations because I don't really have these conversations anymore. But there are some people who, when they look at us, we represent, I guess the word would be kind of a dissolution of who they are. Mm-hmm. Kind of like now we've mixed with them and they're not as 100% whatever they were so proud of before. So we are representing what's going to happen in the future. And they see themselves as disappearing. And we're going to take over. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you, so, you, so you won't be 100% whatever. There's just going to be us. We're all going to look the same. You know, so there'll be nothing to separate us. And I think that there's a lot of people that have taken pride in not having that mixture, you know? I'm solid, I'm from here, I, you know, I have, you know, whatever in my DNA and blah, blah, blah. But um, to see us is something that, you know, causes some fear because it's almost like they're looking at us as their extinction, so to mm. speak, you know? Mm, that's yeah. actually a really you. interesting perspective. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but people that are not mixed they don't have to make a decision. Like they're born already who they are. And they're very firm in that for the most part, the ones that I've talked to at least. And um, we're not. So we're kind of, we're, we're born rebelling almost, you know, right. but from which side or from both sides. There are some people, I love the rose colored glasses people that are like, oh my God, you're the best of both worlds. I'm like, wow, I wish there were more people like you. Right. You know, it's usually viewed the opposite or, you know, there's also a lot of deep rooted issues when we're looked at because we also, how can you take someone who was basically like a slave and someone who was a master and put them together and just let them walk about like that's okay, you know, and that's pretty much who we are. Like we, you can look at our our features Sometimes you can see, you know, oh, she's got African-American lips or but she's got a European nose. And and just that mixing of things is also a reminder of what went on. Even then, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of mixing. So you'll have some people that were just a not a very good reminder of the past sometimes, you know. Yeah. 
and that I mean, it's not our fault, you know, of course, but we're we're born rebels, like we have to be. And I think it's just right. kind of in us. I think that there's a, a lot of, I don't know if we spoke about this before, but I realized when I watch different movies, the effect they have on me, you know, like oh, I watched, oh my God, 12 years of slave, I, 12 I, I, years I, of slave. Oh my God. You couldn't stop me from crying. I, I cried I all that. night. Oh, it was horrible. There's something in the DNA that's like, mm, no. you know what? You know this story. You yeah. really do. And you really know, know this story. The interesting about that is I, I've never seen that movie. Just just Neither the previews, just because I know, yeah. I mean, it's so deep-rooted in me, even though, you know, I am mixed, that I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. sorry, can't do it. So I'm proud of yeah. you. I can't. Braveheart. I watched Braveheart. Braveheart. Same, same thing. Mm-hmm. And I just could not stop crying and was confused myself. Like, it's a movie. But it wasn't. No, it wasn't I a movie. It. It's actually a memory. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a memory that your you that your DNA has. Someone in your ancestry went through that same thing, and it's like a DNA explosion when things like that happen. You're like, oh my god, why why is this affecting me like this? This is serious, and you carry that with you. It's really heavy. So I don't I don't think that there's a lot of people. Thank goodness for the podcasts and podcasts like ours and. The, you know, people that are willing to open their mouths and say what's going on. I don't think there's a lot of people that understand the yeah. struggle that we go through. You know, like yeah. we we can't pick a side like that. We can't say we're just not going to feel, you know, yeah. for this side. We, you no, know, you know, no, can't push you know, it away. Honestly, like, there's something that you'd mentioned earlier that about people who are quote unquote at this point in our society, monoracial, or they know that they're Polish or Romanian or whatever, there is a sense of pride, especially in our country where you come from. I mean, we're born and raised outside of Chicago. You go into Chicago and for every single country, there's a village, there's a town. I mean, you're proud of where you came from and what you had to go through to essentially flee your country or for whatever reason. So there is a sense of pride in knowing your race especially Europeans and that's prevalent where we were raised so I do find it really interesting when you pointed out that like people feel like we are taking Mm -hmm. that away yeah just existing just by existing Mm -hmm. I feel like I might have had that thought many years ago but I didn't really allow myself to deep dive into it the way I have been recently especially Mm -hmm. but I think that yeah that would evoke a little bit of fear mm-hmm. yeah it definitely would yeah i i agree with you chris i i see it it's a fear factor from a lot of people it still just blows my mind that it exists but um i don't run into it like you said chris like that often anymore mm-hmm. but of course like back in the day yeah it was everywhere you went way back in the day i'm talking 20 years ago now almost there were certain neighborhoods you just didn't go to Mm-hmm. because yeah. of it you know and in the suburbs or in, in the, the suburbs oh yeah okay. no in the suburbs too yeah it was yeah. i mean i'm not gonna name the suburbs but i mean some of them are still kind of yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. it's Absolutely. still that way there's like a yeah. sense of pride in that neighborhood and it's like they just want it to stay the same so but mm-hmm. it's a fear thing i don't run into it as much anymore 
I mean, speaking of, I mean, I was on a job site today and the two guys I was working right next to, you just look at each other. You know one when you see yeah. one. Yeah. We were yeah. mixed. He was mixed. They were both mixed. And they were, oh, no, no. And they were like, oh, they're like, yeah, you look, you look like us. I'm like, yeah, yeah we're yeah. taking over. No. <laughs> I, I <laughs> swear. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's like, that's, I mean, that's a big difference from, I mean, 20 years ago. Oh, absolutely. It just, you didn't run into it like that. No. I mean, I take the kids to school and there's tons of little mixed kids everywhere. Yeah. I so, love They're all so damn cute. So mm -hmm. yeah. it makes me so yeah. happy to see. I mean, I live pretty rural and it's interesting. I don't see as much, especially black and white, but definitely where I live, a lot more Hispanic and, and white mixed kids. And I, it makes me okay. so happy. And it honestly, mm -hmm. that gives me such hope for the future mm -hmm. because I don't think my kids are going to get asked the questions that I was asked no, right, no. at all. No. And I, I know right. now that where we are because the mixed race demographic is growing so quickly, mm -hmm. people hopefully will have less questions and there will be a lot more acceptance into society. <laughs> Are you struggling to understand the complexities of your mixed race identity? Do you feel isolated by the lack of resources available to help you and others around you understand the nuances of being mixed race? Now is the time to take action and schedule your free consultation for my individual coaching course. In our time together, you will gain a deeper understanding of your unique mixed race identity and how to navigate the challenges you face. Here are just a few examples of what I have helped individuals just like you gain from my course. You will learn how to embrace and love every aspect of what makes you unique. You'll learn how to navigate complex social situations with confidence. And I have even helped many of my clients move out of areas where they didn't feel safe because they are mixed race. Don't wait any longer to gain the confidence and understanding that you need to live a more fulfilling life. Message me on Instagram at polished.velvet, on Facebook at Mixed Movement, or feel free to email me directly at coachrachelgo at gmail.com. And that's C-O-A-C-H-R-A-C-H-A-E-L-G-O at gmail.com. Let's make magic happen in your life. But I still, I mean, as an adult, especially being out in the public a lot more than I used to over the last several years, I find that I still get asked what mm -hmm. I am. I would say 90% of the time, probably 99% of the time, it's never aggressive. It's never like, what yeah. are you? You don't belong. It's They're just all, curious. It's kind of like, you know, what country are your people from? I've never seen anybody, oh, you know, yeah. I, with mm -hmm. your skin tone. I, I love your skin. Like, it's always meant well but i feel even with that question it, it still makes me feel like i don't belong i'm not accepted because yeah whoever every time it gets asked it's like oh there's that wound that is still open <laughs> yeah <laughs> that i've had to navigate my entire life i feel like we aren't accepted because i mean honestly race is a social construct it was created to keep the white man, the rich man, and the black man, the poor man, the slave. And even if you 
go back historically and you look at mixed race slaves, they sold for hire, which is really interesting to me when I, mm-hmm. when I, the more I deep dive into that and I learn about it. But we are still not accepted fully, even back then, into society. Yeah, I get you. It's interesting. I feel like it's shifting a little bit more, but we're not quite there yet. Yeah, I don't think it has a choice but to shift, you know, because our population is increasing like daily, you Mm -hmm. know, and and old thoughts and old traditions, you know, are still valid. But there's people that are coming up that are more open and they're going to school with people of different races. So they don't have those same thoughts that, you know, their parents or grandparents had. And and so it just opens up. It just opens up the world to, you know, just love for people, period. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, that's something to be celebrated. It really is. I think it's amazing and it's about time. And I remember I told grandma, our father's mother a long time ago, I was like, you know, we taken over, right? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, look, I'm telling you, Listen. watch. <laughs> We're going to be taking over everything. We're going to be everywhere. And then Obama won, and I called yeah. grandma. I was like, "Yo, yeah, I remember <laughs> you. what I said." You know, she called. Okay. It was so funny, and she was a big fan. She thought he was so cute. So I was like, "See, that is actually something that is really, I think, has been pivotal for the mixed race demographic yeah. in recent yeah. years as becoming more accepted. I think that has kind of pushed us about 10 steps farther than we would be right now with having yeah. Barack Obama as a president and, mm-hmm. and the world kind of seeing like, Oh, you're cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, you can do this too. Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. No. And did you guys pick up on any people kind of referring or kind of having that opinion of Barack Obama? Like, Oh, you're a black man, but you're cool. I did. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Picked up a, yeah. A lot of people. Absolutely. And saying, and I a agree. lot of people are like, oh, "We have our first black president." I'm like, "Yo, he's mixed." <laughs> yeah. There was a comedian that said something uh, like that. It's like, I think she was saying that you know she was so proud that we have a black president. She's like, "But if he fucks up, he's mixed." <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. not a black man anymore. Yeah. You know, like, oh wow, that's so funny. And pushed uh, out again. Right? Oh, like, that is funny. Yeah. I, yeah, I think uh, a lot of the the comfort that people take in being able to put people in different categories, we've kind of shattered that a little bit. To not be able to do what makes you comfortable, meaning put someone in a certain category so that you are like, okay, cool, I know what type of person this is, whatever. To run into someone you can't categorize will make you uncomfortable because now you don't really know how to talk to them or where to come at them. Whereas you have this whole dialogue set up for this particular race and you have this whole dialogue for this particular race. So then you're just looking at them like, okay, you say something first. Cause yeah. I don't cause know, I'm I'm I don't know which, which, which bag yep. to pull from, you know, yep. which I don't know what music to play. Music. Like exactly. Exactly. Right. But I will say this too, as far as being accepted, it's one thing we've we've discussed how people accept us or why they might not accept us. But I don't feel like I've been fully accepted 
into either racial group either. Yeah. I don't know if I fully could be. Now, let me clarify, because I feel like I just said I just dropped a bomb, especially for a lot of our listeners. I don't feel like I need that at this particular point in my life, but it has been kind of an underlying issue for me growing up, especially junior high, teenage, early 20s, seeking acceptance. I think that, well, I know that that is genetically in our DNA to be part of a community. We had Mm -hmm. to, to survive. We still have to, to survive. I have not ever fully felt accepted by white people. I'll just say it by white people because I get asked that question. What are you? I get it. Clearly I'm not one of you, so I don't know. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But I am. I felt that way for a very long time. And if I'm being honest, as of like probably the last six or seven months, I don't feel that separation anymore mm, from from anywhere. And I don't know what it is exactly. I, don't, I mean, I think it's just, I, I think it's all part of like acceptance, like accepting self. Like, like you said, mm-hmm. like maybe you don't, you don't need to fit in to anyone. Like you, you're, they're human. I'm human. Like we're all the same. Like that's just the way I see it now. And I've been, I've been feeling it. Like I said, I, I used to feel it. Like I said, even seven, eight months ago, I would go to a job site and say the majority of people that like my coworkers or something like this, say they're white. And I would walk up to this company and they would automatically like look for like the white guys to talk to, you know, Autom- it always happened. But now, like I said, I don't know what the hell it is. I go there. I still like today went to a job site. Quite a few guys. They were talking to me. They knew like, or it was just, it wasn't, I didn't feel that separation anymore. Like it was yeah. just, and I, maybe it was me before, like maybe like subconsciously just kind of stepping back a little, but now I, mm-hmm. I lead. Right. And, and maybe yeah. that, like I said, maybe it is me now and, and yeah. just something has shifted. So, mm-hmm. um, but I don't feel it. And honestly, it feels great. Like walking in anywhere. I don't care where I go who I'm around. I don't worry about that anymore. So I'm grateful for that. And you but, said that this is something that you noticed just in the last Yeah, like months. six, six, seven months. Do yep. you feel like there is anything that has happened or anything that you've done to pivot that for yourself? Um, I would say there's, there's work I've been doing with therapy, uh-huh. which is great. And my therapist is amazing. We've been doing a lot of work on shame. You know, <laughs> and now I'm, I'm letting a lot of that go and mm-hmm. it feels great that, and then, like I said, I, I mean, I have a new, new job. So I, it's like a, between those two, it's like a fresh start fully, mm-hmm. you know, and it just That's feels huge. really good. So I would have to say those two things there would be the biggest. And I'm just, I, I think, I don't know if it's just, that I'm getting older, but i really try to pay attention to like everything I say. Like I'm, I'm more mindful with my words. I try to be. What do you mean? I kind of, I'm curious about that. Like, do you mean kind of reading your audience a little bit more, or do you mean kind of code switching and making sure that you're speaking appropriately, depending on your anyone I'm around? I mean, I, I think I just, I try to think about how my words will affect them. You know, if I'm coming off a certain, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's hard to explain. It's like I think about what I'm saying to them. And if my, my words may have any kind of aggression or any kind of like 
leading them towards. I, I try to make sure I don't do that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I talk differently now to them. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's real hard for me to put my, my finger on it, but I don't know. Just, just more clear, more understanding, not, I could say this. I, I think I was more of a, there's a thin line between being a know-it-all and knowing a lot. I think I was, I came off as like a know-it-all. Yeah. For, kind of in certain situations, like w- right. with work, I, I know I did, but now I know I'm not doing that. Um, and I can, I notice the difference with everyone I interact with. So, and like I said, it's hard to really put no, my finger I, on it, but. Do you feel yeah. more that you were interacting with people equally? Yeah. Like treating yeah, everybody kind of more just as human. I would say, I mean, yeah, more, more human. Why well, I say it's so hard for me to put my finger on it because I've been doing a lot of this shame work and I think there were lots of ways that that was affecting me like I just wasn't even aware of it likely and now just letting it go I just I feel like my like I don't know when I have conversations with people it's it's just it affects them differently I think I, I used to talk at people yeah because I I had so much shame it was like a like a, my ego was stepping up yeah you know mm-hmm. because I just the fears that I had of yep. judgment. But now, yep. like I said, I'm, I've dropped a lot of the shame. I don't worry about judgment and I just speak freely and it, it just, it, it feels better. So like I said, I think mm-hmm. quite a few things have shifted because of that. So. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Yeah. Truthfully, that yeah. especially with doing that work on yourself, you can just show up completely yeah. different, no matter yeah. the circumstances. That's exactly it. It, do, it really doesn't matter. So it feels good. I mean, like I said, I don't run into it as as much anymore, but I think a lot of it had to do with, yeah, just shame, shame work. It's, it's mind blowing. Like I said, I, I, I'm like deep into this work and it just, when you start doing the shame work, I think, I mean, everyone has shame yeah. mm-hmm. it, and it's mind blowing how much it has, it shapes the way you behave and how you interact with people. There's a lot of shame there. So like when you start to do the work, one, you realize like, why are you feeling shame in the first place? Like, let it go. It's usually just a, a story that we run over my, like over and over and over again. And it's once you realize like you made up that story, you can mm-hmm. get rid of that story just as easily. Right. Then you start recognizing it like in people and like, you know, I'm like, holy shit, it's everywhere. So then you have like grace for everyone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you just see everyone's in it. So I think, I don't know, like I said, that's, that's been a a big, big thing to help with all all that. Yeah. Sorry. I feel like this is part of my therapy session. It's been great. Thank you. I appreciate the support. It's been really nice. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that because that is something that, especially when I work with my clients in their self-love and self-acceptance that's a big factor and I think being mixed race we may not have been told directly those things that cause us to feel shame we may have felt it between tension of family members or some people have not known their parents at all because I met somebody recently whose mom left because she's racist 
Mm-hmm. And less that it, it, it so I mean it talk about shame. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, might not have been something that they had been told directly, but to pick up on that. You I mean you do pick up on that, especially as you're growing up. Yeah. And you do let it kind of dictate how you show up in the world. Yeah, it does. It really does. So th- yeah. thank you for sharing that. I'm sure that was not that's deep. That's personal. So thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's the way I like it. (laughs) I think that we do talk a lot about how other people treat us and how we want to be accepted. And I think, and, and this is, this is only my thought in my opinion that because we would walk into rooms like looking for or expecting something or already judgmental, I think we started to form our own prejudice, um, against other people and um and once i once i started i'm like man so wait a minute am i am i how different am i you know what i'm saying from them if i'm already looking at them like oh i've categorized them i'm like you're gonna look at me this way because of this so i you're this type of person so i i realized that i was i was also categorizing other people and then making myself uncomfortable so yeah. I was doing a lot of that and everyone isn't like that. So I think I just started changing the narrative in my own mind mm-hmm. and taking away the control that I had given other people through my own thoughts of prejudice. Oh, they're not going to like me. They're going to think this. Or, and these people, half the people are like, what? Like, oh, yeah, my God, yep. what the what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with us. So um, I think that what I started doing more is. I stopped worrying about them accepting me and I started accepting them. I was looking for my tribe. Everyone in my tribe doesn't look just like me. You know what I'm saying? I I have all different backgrounds in my tribe, you know, and we all just look at each other with love. Like we don't, we don't look at each other like, Oh, you're separate, but I want to be your friend. We're like, no, my tribe means we're a part of the same tribe. You know, accent, no accent, straight hair, curly hair, it doesn't matter. And so I just started accepting more because I realized that, you know, when you see things that you don't like in someone else, a lot of times that's because you possess that, you know? So I think that I I definitely was guilty of having uh, my own little prejudices against people and not giving them a chance. Yeah, if you, I think if, that's true. If you could see my face right now, it's like, I see your. I'm like, <laughs> dang, Rachel, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. It looks like I just took a, like cough medicine as a kid, like that. Ooh. Yeah, because it is. because yeah. I have been guilty of that. Yeah. I've been very guilty of that, especially being working in the salon industry for twenty years on and off. I've realized this a long time ago, but I definitely put my walls up and I was always on the defense whenever I had a new client and blah, 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 blah. And I, I, because I did get that question a lot and I still do like at least once a week, which is crazy. But I guess I realized that especially in my past, I would also judge people like, Oh, oh, this is what she looks like. She's going to ask me. She's yep. going to ask me yep. or she's yeah. going to just treat me this way. Yeah. And, and 
I'm not going to say I was totally right. I feel like maybe, maybe 25, 30% of the time I was accurate in my judgment of other people. Mm-hmm. But that probably affected how I showed up too. Yeah, it did. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. It's the energy that you put off when you, sorry, Rachel, fix your face. Oh I my can't God. fix my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that, that's it. And when Nate was saying how, you know, how he shows up now and it's different it's the energy that you're putting out there like now you're giving you're giving this welcoming energy and you're like hey like you don't have to come over to me because guess what i'm coming over to you you know it's just a different energy that you put out and you're gonna get what you put out we're all saying the same like it comes down to the same thing it's like acceptance yeah oh absolutely that's where it all starts at like you you know, you've heard the sayings of like, oh, you can only love someone. You can only hate someone as much as you love or hate yourself or whatever the hell it matters. Mm-hmm. Not that you want to hate yourself, but it's how you treat everyone else. And it really starts with self for everything. Like I said, it's, I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's you a really, street. Yeah, yeah, it's that it's saying, it's that, that one the, saying of what Peter's, <laughs> what Peter says about Paul says a lot more about Peter than Paul. Like it's, yes. That's yes. exactly what it is. It's, yes. You just, yeah. so really, and it's pay attention to what you're saying and thinking about mm-hmm. other people. I, I'll be a hundred percent transparent. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the things that, that kind of cued me into my own behavior and my own thoughts was, and I believe it was on Facebook. It was something on Facebook and some, and a guy sent me a friend request. And like, when I saw his profile, I was like, this guy don't like black people. Like that's the list that he had. I'm like, oh, I'm like, funny. is he confused? Like, let me look at my profile picture. Is he confused? I, yeah. Because this guy looks like he do some like really underhanded shit with black people. Like, <laughs> oh, so, so then I looked at his profile and his wife was black. He had mixed kids. He had a bunch of grandkids and all he had was all these pictures of these his family and they were so loving and I'm like, I'm an asshole. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh yeah. shit. It's me. It's, it's me. absolutely yeah. me. I That's am crazy. the problem. That's funny, I did that, yep. you know, yeah. so My bad. I, I, yeah, oops. Yeah, I'm gonna be your friend. Sorry, I'll you'll never know. You'll never yeah. know. You'll never <laughs> know my thoughts. <laughs> Maybe never probably. I don't know. So sorry, you know, but yes, we do. We do that. And and on some levels you have to do that. It's kinda like um it keeps you safe. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Definitely. It'll give you like, oh, let me t- let me make sure this person is okay because I'm getting these vibes. And so that's the one way of keeping you safe. But you have to realize when you're crossing the line yeah. and now you're starting to throw everybody over there, you know, mm-hmm. and then you miss the opportunity. Just yeah. like we say, you miss the opportunity exactly. to know me because of how you feel. Well, we're also missing the opportunity to get to know them because of how we feel and our fears, you know? So I, I definitely got to point the finger at myself sometime. Yeah. Because I, I, I've done that. I've done that. I don't, I don't, I catch myself now. I catch myself and I'm like, stop that. Right. That's old behavior. I don't do that anymore. Come here. Give me a hug. You don't want to, you don't love, you don't love mixed people. You about to love mixed people. Let me get this love <laughs> all over you, you know? So. Exactly. No, exactly. It, yeah. I, wow. I feel like I just learned 
to right here, right now, <laughs> that acceptance is <laughs> we're, we're all in therapy. We're right all now. in yeah. therapy. Acceptance That's is a two-way street. Yep. It's not just us accepting ourselves and our shame or whatever mm-hmm. you know we've been kind of carrying or hiding mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. for ourselves, but also for the people that we interact with. Yeah, in the world, we mimic. We mimic I feel like a lot behaviors. of it has been conditions. You know, we've been conditioned. Yeah, absolutely. To, I mean, I'm not saying you should walk around the world accepting everybody and putting your guard down no. and, not, and not watching your back because you still have to be aware of your the company you're in too. And yeah. you do still mm-hmm. have to be aware. But yeah, I've been very guilty, especially in the salon and beauty industry for mm. putting those immediate stamps on people saying, mm. oh shit, here goes. All right. Mm-hmm. Bring it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yep. being, and then being pleasantly surprised when they don't show up. Or yeah, me yeah. With that. Um, yep. but I will say I still do find it a little bit of a game when I do have that that feeling of judgment mm-hmm. of busting that. Like I just I love proving people wrong. Yeah, yeah. I just like confusing people. I don't really give yeah. a shit what they think. I yeah, just let look at me with a question mark. Yeah. Please. I had a lady tell me uh, last week that I look like an avatar. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, I'm I like, mean, that's a compliment, you know? That's cool. Okay. No, okay. I, I would be flattered. Avatar Chris. I was like, damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. I love an avatar. I love an avatar. Yeah. So cool. First time for everything. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, I mean, avatar. You're, you are a fucking avatar. We all are. I am a fucking avatar. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Avatars for life. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. That is amazing. All right. So I do believe that acceptance is a two-way street. But a lot of the work does begin with yourself, too. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that you can show up confidence. And mm-hmm. accept because if you can't accept yourself for who you are, you're not going to be able to accept the world around you for who uh, they are. No. There you go. That's it. That's well, what yep. I'm saying. A lot of accountability there, which is my yes. favorite word. I love yeah. accountability. There's nothing sexier than accountability. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> throwing that out there. I could think of quite a few other. Well, okay, all right. No, think no, of other never than, mind. But, you know, that's cool. I mean, we'll save that for another one, podcast. One of. The sex. Yeah, gotcha. Well, yeah. There you go. Okay, I can yeah. go with that I'll for take sure. That. Yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, you guys. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing everything that you have today. This has been therapy. Um, I appreciate Absolutely. it. Okay, you guys. Thank you so much. All right. And thank you to all of our listeners. We will see you next time. Peace. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We want to be here for you, and we can't do what we're doing without your support. Please hit subscribe, and to stay up to date, head on over to mixmovement.com. That's M-I-X-D-M-O-V-E-M-E-N-T.com to stay up to date with news and more. We are The Mixed Movement. See you next time.